0: listenership that's a big deal so it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast all you have to do is download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today
1: hello party people welcome to another episode of genius brain i am your host joe jitsukawa
0: and i'm your host david
1: slow and we have a very special person today that we trained with in the morning. And we said, why don't you just come along and eat some dumplings and be on our show today, Nick?
2: And I was like, that sounds like a terrible
0: idea, but I'll do it anyway. Oh, and by the way, if you guys have seen an episode before this where there was a, con- or a constant mic touching, it was because Nick is a fidgety motherfucker. It was Joe the
2: whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got ADD, but I know how to be on camera. <laughs> Joe's, a, Joe's a professional
0: and I'm just a fucking amateur. You took the ADD test, right? Yep so 10 you're so, out of ten bro I don't, I don't think you needed to take the test though i it, think was funny? it was highly apparent
1: <laughs> it's only it well it's it's kind of like so there's there's ten there's a questionnaire right and it, it's a it's a it's a uh fuck i forgot the name of the book but it's like a d h d um the the a d h d it's something positive like it's yeah. like, it's like it's like the advantage a d h d advantage or oh, something like positive that. right so like basically um the intro has this 10 part questionnaire and it's like you know if you have six out of 10 you probably have adult add or adhd or whatever oh shit i got 10 out of 10 damn dude <laughs> 10 you out of aced it, 10. Bro. yeah that's dope and you know what's interesting i posted that thing and my friend um i went to high school with her and um she's now a clinical psychologist and her whole thing all she does is diagnose children with add or adhd or whatever yeah. And then she was like, yeah. She was like, you know what? Come to think of it. Like, we had a class together. Mm-hmm. I was fucking butt-ass wild. Like, I remember I had her sit on my lap. We would flirt. Like, we would fuck around so much in class. <laughs> and then my teacher would call my parents and then tell them, like, I think he needs special school.
0: Oh, yeah. shit. You know, it's, it's interesting because I have a friend right now who is kind of – so, you know, within – I think immigrant communities when yeah. they, when they hear ADHD, right, or autism, or something, or anything, anything, yeah, anything, they, the, their immediate response when somebody who depression, is depression, anxiety, yeah, Bible, they go, anything, they go, you don't have that because my kid's not stupid. That's what? how that's how they, they, think, they think we were <laughs> defected or some shit. They don't understand it. I
2: mean, they gotta get rid of you.
0: That's what they have to think. In yeah, their like three hundred, yeah. you know, just throw them over the cliff. <laughs> raise your shield. And he's like, "Oh, you can't get the fuck out of here. My yeah. child is not a defect." Yeah. yeah, and I have I have a friend now and for some reason it's it's very prevalent with kids with autism where when a professional says hey you might want to check your kid to see if they have autism yeah that person's not telling you that your kid's fucking dumb yeah. they're saying that if i don't people realize too depending on the level of autism if you catch it early you yeah. can actually do a lot of behavioral therapy yeah that'll help them adjust to it a lot if you catch it at an early yeah. age yeah that's what tiff used to do she used to be a behavioral therapist oh that's awesome yeah yeah so she knows you know she knows what's up it could be like Just on the help.
1: spectrum. It yeah. could be like you know, there's different levels of everything. Yeah. Um. You know, I I'm I mean, like I don't think I'm as I'm I'm much more controlled now. And then the older you become, you're supposed to be able to kind of like control it better. Yeah. And all that stuff. And I think clear and with age it's supposed to be is supposed to get better. But I've met people that I'm like, "Oh my god, you are fucking out of this
0: world." <laughs> I think that's what people felt about you when they met you. Nah. Dude, I remember <laughs> the first time I met this fool. We were we were at the San Diego Asian Film Festival and we were watching this Jackie Chan film, right? And this <laughs> fool cracked me the fuck up cuz we were sitting in the theater. <laughs> And a bunch of just Chinese letters started coming out, right? And this full no joke. I just met this dude. He goes, The fuck? I can't read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle of the theater, dude. And, bro, I was in tears laughing. And this lady next to us was getting so mad. She goes, Can you tell your friend to be quiet? And I didn't really know him that time. I was yeah. like, That guy's not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I said, I just met him. I don't know what you're talking about. But I was in tears laughing because it sounded so genuine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Joe, like, what do you think, like, the number one thing that most people tell you? Is there like your ADHD like symptoms? Like, what do people that notice that you do, where people are like, "Dude, you might have ADHD." Wouldn't no one ever told me that. Really? No. People tell me that all the time. Oh, like the excessive. Mic you know touching. what? Okay, so in the <laughs> I'm book, <just>
1: tapping, <laughs> in the book, they say that um, people with ADHD or ADD they tend to gravitate toward athletics uh. or entrepreneurialism or like that's you yeah that's you doing that's literally it's interesting because i I, it's just that's where they thrive i guess because you're
2: gonna wake up tomorrow at 4 a.m to go running for a karate all day karate camp right yeah tomorrow yeah all day yeah And I, I, and I, I, I wish I found that. it earlier in life because
1: it's helped me so fucking much. I didn't start yeah. becoming athle- like really athletic until I, I was artistic. 30. <laughs> yeah. Until I, I was, me neither. until I was 30 years old, I didn't start doing that stuff. You and feel it like didn't that helped one you out a lot? Fuck yeah, dude. It helped me so much. Like um, if I had parents like Michael Phelps' parents, right? Once he was diagnosed with ADHD instead of putting him on pills – They put them in some type of athletic. And now look at Olympic athlete. You could have
0: been a fucking Olympic athlete. You just keep
1: going, man. Like when you hit the zone, you just, you're just in this place where you just, oh, this is my first lap. This is my first lap. This is my first lap. lap." You're like a fucking goldfish. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's why I think my cardio is kind of good because like, I forget how tired I am. Yeah. Once I get to this stage. I'm like, all right, let's go again. Let's go again. Let's go again.
0: I find any reason to stop. Once I start breathing heavy, dude, I'm, yeah, the, dude. I'm the first one to drop on the floor. I'm like, I, I need to. get And
2: it. at that point, we can't like pick you up. We can't be like, <laughs> hey, like you got this. Once he drops on the floor, it's like the ultimate trump card. It's like, all right, well, what the fuck did we do now? <laughs> I was like, I refuse. This is, I'm not going to be a fighter. <laughs> you- <laughs> and what I realized, too is that in if you do have ADHD
1: or whatever, um, we're we're we're. It's not that we're not able to focus. We can actually hyper focus for very long periods of time on certain things Uh if it is something that is extremely stimulating.
0: Mm. So
1: like, I mean, a lot of people experience phases of this, like when you go through the rabbit hole online. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, that feeling when you are like
0: researching constantly and you just it's been four hours. Yeah. Dude, that happens to me all (laughs) the fucking time. Yeah. Every night. That's why I have to stay away from my phone at night yeah. because I, I just have like this obscure amount of knowledge about shit that doesn't matter you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's that rabbit hole. They go, why do you know that? I was like, I actually don't know. I think I might have read it during the – at night, like yeah. during the rabbit hole shit. Yeah, It's always like this random obscure thing that just sparks my interest and I go, I have to know about this. <laughs> oh, like the Rocky – the Rocky yeah, like film the, tip you gave? Like, us. Why, <laughs> like why the fuck do I know that? I don't know why I know that. I don't know where I read it, Right. Yeah. And so it's just it's just always this thing that always sparks my interest and it just gets me going through that rabbit hole and it goes non fucking stop. And I didn't realize how jittery and active I was until I lost the weight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the fat was holding me down. (laughs) (laughs) It counteracted my ADHD. And then now I'm just – I can't stop moving. I'm super wiggly. And then Mariel kind of hates it.
2: Yeah, she's like, I wish you were fat again. Yeah, remember those times when you would just stay the fuck still? And you would just sleep and then
0: have – You were probably
1: expressing it, but then you were just not moving because (laughs) it was all internal.
0: I'm just like – she's like chilling, just like picking her nose. She's like, what are you doing? Just stay still. I was like, can't do it. Like, I always try to roundhouse kick her in the stomach all the time. <laughs> and she's like, dude, I need you to be fat again. <laughs> she starts feeding me more food. Yeah, she yeah, goes, yeah. you
2: sure you don't want you butter? Want, for let's an go to Shake
0: place? Shack. Let's go to Shake Shack again. Yeah. when I I, I, I do want to take that test. I, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if I would hit some I, of I
1: feel like a lot of creative people have some, uh, I guess, form of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually prevalent in childhood. And as you become older, it the signs or symptoms go away and you're able to think clear and all that stuff. But in the most severe cases, it's like, it gets crazier. Yeah. Crazier as in like more intense, you know, do, do people get medicated for ADD? Oh yeah. yeah you get, sure. that's what Adderall is for. Oh, so if you do have ADD or ADHD, what Adderall is supposed to do is help you focus throughout the day. But if you don't have it, uh, you take it and you're focusing like crazy On tasks that you don't even want to, but a lot of people use it to
0: study and things.
1: A whole bunch
0: of people I know use that shit to study. That's supposed to be meth, isn't it? It has the same chemical, like, I guess, structure structure as meth. They just change a couple nitrogen over here. But it's basically meth. Yeah. Yeah. I did this uh, shoot out in Lancaster and I couldn't, basically, you know, three Red Bulls, whatever, however many monster drinks I took wasn't helping me enough and I started getting a crash. So, my buddy who's a director, he goes, just take this pill. And I was like, what is this?" He goes, it's fucking Adderall. Mm. And you know, for me, I don't, I don't really like drugs, but I had to drive all drive all these people and equipment back from yeah. Lancaster to LA at, at and I haven't slept at all. It's been like 24 hours. Yeah. I was like, i oh, right, I'm gonna take this Adderall and see what happens. So I took this Adderall, <laughs> dude. I fucking missed the exit by like four exits because oh I was God. so zoned in. <laughs> <Hyper-focused. laughs> so I was just hyper focused, just like this. And then when I when somebody woke up, like, where where are we? I looked around. And I was like, oh fuck, I missed the exit by like four or five miles. Yeah. Or some shit like that not four exits like four or five miles but it, it was crazy how hyper focused. it, yeah. it kind of freaked me out a little bit you know to the point where i drove whatever like an hour and a half two hours and i didn't realize i was driving that long that's mm. dangerous that's fucking dangerous also
2: lancaster i think is like the
0: meth capital of like <laughs> makes yeah. sense of like of like california at least it is who told me recently that um the reason why a lot of like crack addicts or meth heads they they have a bunch of sores on their faces because that chemical secretes out in their skin and that's where they get a hit oh, from shit. it that's why you see them whoa that's like crazy. picking at their skin and eating it or some shit i don't know about that whoa, i'm not sure dude, if that's a yeah. fact but um somebody told me that, that you and your facts bro like you're <laughs> you're chock full of them i gotta today. i gotta really know where these sources come from because i just read them too fast <laughs> but i heard that's why they you see them with so many sores on their face because they're scratching their skin because that's where they can get like the Like a quick hit from it I don't know But when you're When
1: you're like Coming We're going through withdrawal Like people tend to itch a lot Mm, Because That probably makes more sense Than what I just said You're just kind of like (laughs) Oh my god And it's intense And then You know like When you itch It feels It's soothing right It feels good Or if you like, Kind of like Give yourself a little pain Uh That kind of Removes the 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 pain of withdrawal So I think it's intense Like people really want That crack or meth Or whatever they're going through And um, I think that's Pretty much why people scratch mm, so much That makes sense Yeah, That
0: makes a lot more sense <laughs>
1: that's So what... you know that uh, So there's like this book of, of um, Symptoms right Like it's called a DSM whatever mm. But it's basically like That's where you find a definition for bipolar Like oh, everything yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's yeah, you people know, get like,
2: diagnosed with Yeah right?
1: diagnosis right But then um, in psychology So like that's what I majored with um, One of my professors were like Everyone has something Everyone yeah. has something like, yeah. like so and then to, to look at this like as a disease or or a defect or something's wrong with you he's like it's stupid it's so stupid because it's not really an issue because everyone has something in the book so mm-hmm. what's so that's like the biggest scam in the world right so if every it's like it's like it's almost like saying everyone has this form of cancer oh yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like well then that means it's normal it's a spectrum Right. Mm. Right. That means that if everyone has it, then doesn't that mean that it's normal because everyone has it? Like, show me a person that doesn't have anything. That's that's the weird one. Yeah. That. So if you don't have any, you know, but it, it's like when it becomes a problem is when it takes over your life. Because mm. the way we're approaching depression or, or any adversity now. Right. Pill popping. Like, people can't – like, people – I was just listening to this talk radio shit, right? And they're saying, like, people can't even deal with normal grief because people have this idea that you have to be happy 24-7. Yeah. So, like, if – let's say a death happens in your family, right? Like, you're supposed to go through grief. You're supposed to go through depression. You're supposed to mourn that person, cry, whatever. But people become so much in denial that Mm -hmm. they're sad. Because they're supposed to be tougher than that or they're they're supposed to deal with it in a better way and they start feeling bad or guilty that they're even sad that someone died and then they want the sadness to go away. So they take antidepressants or they yeah. take some painkillers or they take something to numb the pain
0: instead of going through the natural human experience of depression or whatever. That, that's what I would like From a lot of people I remember back in the day So we did this J.K. News article And there's this girl Named Jen M Love that girl She's super sweet But something hap- Something happened Within her business mm-hmm. That she uh, It didn't go well Right It just tanked And it made her sad And she says I've been suffering From depression And then my argument was Well that's not really depression Because we know the source For your sadness Right It's mm-hmm. not something That's out of your control If that event didn't happen You would be happy as fuck If your mm-hmm. business did well Yeah So because of that, that's just momentary sadness. And yeah. and I said that it was a little irresponsible to use it that way. Like I said, I love the girl and that's not what she meant, but I said that. And the people got a little upset. Like, no, people suffer from depression. And I was like, no, very true. Oh what I was saying is that she openly stated that she was sad because her business didn't do well. Yeah. So now we're dealing with somebody who's having just having trouble dealing with adversity.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it's it's there's a huge gray area right now because yeah. this word. Depression, I think the two big buzzwords in psychology is like anxiety depression mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about it oh i got anxiety i got anxiety i have crippling anxiety i can't go out i don't want to see people social anxiety this anxiety right depression too like oh I, I i'm suffering from depression like whatever i think when it becomes clinical depression is it's a different when it realm ruins yeah. your life to the point where it's crippling you can't leave the house and you start becoming physically sick and um it could turn into something worse and people actually go through that, which is legitimate, legitimate, like deep depression. Right. Like and, and the, the thing is, like everyone goes through depression, but it depends on how long you go through it for and how bad it affects your everyday. The severity, right? Yeah. So, like, if someone dies in your family, I think like crying every day for a couple weeks straight is completely normal. But yeah. other, some people see it as they're defected. And I think when we say stuff like, oh, you're not really going through depression, I think we're trying to change that perspective because there's a lot of like family members that would be like, stop being a bitch, stop being weak, stop doing this. Mm. So I think a lot of people are, are, are just kind of at this point where they're fed up and they're like, no, we just need to like accept that this depression exists. But the definition, I think people don't understand what – the 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 severe depression is versus like a mild form of
0: depression. Because I, I get scared of people sometimes using that as a crutch to be the way that they are. Yeah. You're right So yeah. if if they have negative habits, they can always lean back and say, Well, I'm suffering from depression, so I can't be blamed yeah. for this. Because I, you know, People always see this online persona all the time. It's like, well, you're always happy. Who the fuck says I'm always happy? <laughs> you yeah, you know?
1: See, that's, that's, they were saying that that's also a cause of a lot of people's depression is social media. Because mm. they think that, well, the world around them is happy, which pressures them to feel they should be happy too.
0: Yeah, because yeah. that social yeah. anxiety thing too. I, I don't like hanging out in big crowds. If you're that, an introvert, actually. Yeah, yeah. If, if that's what social anxiety, I guess I have social anxiety too, then, because I fucking hate that shit. What's right, but you situations. challenge yourself. To mm-hmm. to become social or whatever, right? Yeah, like yeah. recently I was invited out to go to a, a viewing. It's, yeah. I only knew one of the guys there. I didn't really give a fuck about anybody else. And I was like, dude, just being in this situation is going to make me feel really uncomfortable. But I said, you know what, dude? just go out, see this guy. He's a really nice dude. Just do it anyways. Right. So I don't have crippling anxiety, yeah. but I do understand. I understand social anxiety. I get it. Yeah. And I think sometimes I get scared because I don't want people to come at me and say, well, now you're being very dismissive of how I feel. I'm not being dismissive. I'm saying that I understand it, but now I, and they don't know that you're not talking about the people with very
1: severe social anxiety. Like they've been abused, and, and and they're just afraid of connecting with human beings that makes sense right yeah. you're talking about the more milder form oh yeah where people can actively try to per, like to to change their their environment and do do different but then now like any form of adversity they treat that level of social anxiety same as somebody if else yeah. someone went through deep dark trauma and and they're just like in a crazy dark place, but it was like maybe they got made fun of a little bit, yeah. and now like they don't want to go out and go go to any parties or anything. So that's a lot different from yeah. someone who was constantly like beat up at school, repeatedly mm-hmm. bleeding, and then they're they went through some PTSD trauma, and, and that's very different
0: from someone who was teased just a little bit. That's why a lot of I like a lot of people who talk about trying to at least change your mind state a lot. Yeah. So it's not. As if when I first did stand up, I was confident as fuck. I remember the first time I did stand up, fucking hand shaking, mic was shaking. I was just trying to blurt as many jokes as possible. I still remember how my stomach felt. It felt like my stomach was turning inside out. Yeah. When I was when I when, the first time I ever did stand up. So is that anxiety? Probably. Yeah. For sure. I felt like I wanted to fucking die. Yeah. But. I said, if this is something that I want to do, I have to go up again and again and again until that shit goes away. It still doesn't, to be honest with you. If I do a very important stand-up show where – let's say like if I had – somebody came up to me and said, you know what? I'm going to give you a big special and I want you to do it. This is your one chance to do it. You think if I did that right now, I wouldn't feel like I want to yak and throw up? You know, just because I did stand up since I was 16 doesn't mean that I don't get that feeling anymore. Yeah, I think it's
1: because you have a very proactive approach to life. Yeah. Right. So like some people, they go, you know, despite the odds, I'm going to change my environment. I'm going to just even though I feel like shit right now, I don't want to be in shit anymore. Yeah. But then there's also another group of people where they don't feel like they can control their destiny. Yeah. So I think the people that are in that world, their reality is more like, hey, man, like, don't tell me I can control this. I tried, I can't. Yeah. yeah. But so there's different, even in psychology, there's different schools of thought, mm. right? There's the holistic side where more like you don't use pills, but you use, your own like reinforcements so meaning like, like behavioral therapy type shit right yeah like but even within cognitive behavioral therapy some believe that you should do it along with pharmaceuticals yeah like because you need you need the balance of taking your pills and then you have your treatment and then you you can go that way but there's also another camp that's like nah you don't need any pills all you got to do is hit it straight forward and try
2: to like you know change your your situation it seems like people's ability to like cope with certain situations is the big yeah like issue right it's like some people have a better ability to cope with a stressful situation like you would experience and then some people would be in that same position and be like "Fuck no i'm never doing this again yeah because that idea is so crippling to them that they're like i can't do it but your ability to cope with a certain situation Is a lot easier for them. Well, not easier, but they're just able to say, okay, they're able to analyze what's happening and then move forward with that. Yeah. And it seems like sometimes I get clients that are like that, too, where their relationship with like exercise or eating clean or whatever is they're just like they look at it from a frame of, dude, I don't want to fucking do this. It sounds like the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. And then they don't want to deal with their ability to like eat
0: healthy or whatever Mm -hmm. that means to them i just i I think yeah to that point too like i really want people to understand i guess if there was a takeaway yeah is that when somebody says um from their perspective where they say hey like i go what you go go through as well i can empathize but i'm trying to get you to change your mind your 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 position on it, yeah, that's it. To think positive, I don't want you to think that that person's being dismissive of how you feel,
1: right? But you have a choice. It's difficult because so here's the thing: a lot of people have different perspectives, obviously, right? And and so, like the the biggest the biggest problem here is we all live in different realities. Mm -hmm. Like reality, the reality is what we believe in. It's highly subjective. Yeah. Yeah. So I call this system called bad, right? It's it's B A D. Right. And in so like B stands for believe. A is like, um, awareness, like self-awareness. And then D is like direction or discipline, right? Mm-hmm. So you use this in order to frame and change a person's mind. It all starts with belief. Like if you don't believe that something can be done, then you can't even have a conversation with them. Yeah. So if they, some people believe that, Hey, I, I'm diagnosed with depression. I'm going to live with this all my life. Yeah. This is, this is, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm never going to, it's always going to be a part of who I am right? There's other people that believe, hey, I am diagnosed with depression, but now I'm going to figure out how to change my yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. And this applies to anything like, hey, I'm poor. I'm going to be like this all my life. And there's other people like I'm poor now, but I will not be because I'm going to do everything I can to get out of this. Yeah. So you got to first attack their belief, not attack in the way where you debate them. Um, I think a lot of it is like, this is your world, right? And when you want to show people your world, the more they feel attacked, the more they close up. Yeah. Because what's happening is a lot of people want to be comfortable, and they don't know that they're addicted to their repetitive like reality. People get married
0: to their circumstance a lot,
1: right? Because it feels much better to to yeah. have somebody go. Oh, are you okay? I'm like that too. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely. Everyone like is. That. Yeah. But we don't know. We
0: we don't we don't know that it's happening. That's true. And you get defensive when somebody you tells you that that's what you're doing. And yeah. you want to tell them you don't fucking know me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know? you piece of shit. Because
1: yeah, it's like telling someone this. It's like, hey man, I feel sick. I'm sick. And then they're like, no, you're not. Yeah. So that's what well, they hear. That's what they hear is yeah. that you you're you just you just gotta sleep. You you'll be better. Yeah. And you're just like, man, I just want to vent. Right. Sometimes I think you gotta listen to what they're trying to say. And then once you you got to help them frame their world so then yeah. you 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 change their belief system and then you got to change the way that they are aware of them their their own yeah. like actions right cuz if you don't have self awareness you can't look into yourself and start changing what needs to be done or even know that you have the power to change your world and your reality and your whole entire Thing you you feel defenseless, especially yeah. if you're depressed and you're just like like at the
0: bottom. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us too tend to 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 speak from a very combative point of view, right? Yeah. So it's 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 so it's hard. too intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, very yeah. intense and it's very hard to get up. Like, so I I had to learn this specifically with Mariel. Yeah. Only because how I grew up in my house, things were said very straightforward, and it is what it is. Right. So, I just. I don't get any feelings attached to things, right? So yeah. Mariel had a big issue with hearing the word no from me. I guess no was not really right. said much around her. Because she took it as a personal attack, yes. right? It's not like you were denying her,
1: her intelligence or anything, but she fills in the blanks and creates the story. Yeah. I think that's where the self-awareness comes from. Yeah. She, if she doesn't understand that she's doing that, she
0: thinks you're the problem. Yeah, you're and, fighting her. You're mean to her. You're the problem because you're hurting my feelings. And it's coming uh, from her point of view as I'm very demeaning towards her. It's like, yeah. and there's a, you know, like we mentioned this before, where everybody has a certain a lot of skeletons in their closet that they don't even realize it's there. Yeah. Know? So when, if they like for her, what she found out is that because I guess like how she grew up and you know being in a Korean household, sometimes when Korean parents talk to you. They they talk to you as if you're the dumbest person on earth.
2: <laughs> you know you I mean sometimes Asian Asian we are. Yeah.
0: yeah, sometimes we are. And they talk to us like we're fucking dumb. And so sometimes, like I guess when it comes from somebody close to her and she hears hears somebody go against what she's saying, what she doesn't hear is the word no. She heard she hears you're stupid. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for you because you don't know what yep. you're talking about. Yep. And for me, just objectively, I'm just saying, oh no, I disagree with what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. And but because that's how it was in my household, right? right? So I I've I've learned now to just be a little more with my words And not outright say no Definitely. Right Because I have to understand You know People's reality Exactly You know So that empathy Has helped me out a lot And I'm still struggling With it till this day yeah. Just because It's just Now she has to understand That's not how I grew up yeah. So help me Yeah I give mean me, give me You guys way. are very vocal As
1: a family You guys argue You oh, guys yeah. talk You guys deny each other You debate mm. So it's it's a different reality completely yeah. because what makes our reality is the first six years that we spend in our household. That's that's a we're just a open program. First six years of life, we're just learning everything of how a family is supposed to be, how the world is supposed to be, how people are supposed to treat each other. Yeah. None of this stuff is like we're making a decision. We're just absorbing. Yeah. So so if someone violates that program, we go you're wrong it's like a virus a virus has entered yeah <laughs> it's know, like you want to
0: attack it this is
1: this is the real world you're fucking it up you're crazy yeah. so that's that's what ends up happening so then uh moving on to the d part that's basically direction or discipline mm-hmm. so once you got the belief in and then you could believe that you could do better now you have the Awareness like Mariel is aware that she's taking no personally, yeah, as a cell as a personal attack, right? Now she has a direction to change that. Oh, every time David says no, he's not insulting me, yeah, he's saying no just to the thing I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. yeah. And we can have disputes, we can disagree. He doesn't have to say yes to everything I do, yeah, right? But then you have to have the discipline to follow that. So, the same. I guess the method to anything that you want to change your program. I just keep it simple like that. And I got to remember that human beings are in different stages. Yeah. So a lot of people are stuck because there's this whole, it's like a virus thoughts are viruses sometimes. So they spread. Right. And then that becomes the reality. Yeah. So the reality right now is everyone's anxious. Everyone's depressed. Everyone's this, everyone's that right. Everyone's in this shitty person, like,
2: world but in reality it's like dude we're living way better than our grandparents yeah. ever Oh, for sure <laughs> it seems like everyone's trying to one-up each other yeah They're like oh you're depressed no like i'm i'm
0: so depressed like do you, you know what i call it i call it the oppression olympics dude yeah, everybody's really everybody's in the oppression olympics yeah. right now yeah. they go oh like we we i talk about this and this, this is like a cyclical topic but it's like for example with like prejudice right they yeah. go oh well, this is what my people went through. He goes, oh, your people went through yeah. that. Well, guess what? My people went through this. It's like, dude, what? what but is did this? you go through anything personally? It's, no, it's, right? It's Cool to be yeah. a victim right now. Like that's right. why the sm-
2: Jussie, Jesse, or whatever. Smollet, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. like why that. Like, why is that even a thing? Like, why are you even expending energy on pretending to get beat up to make yeah. a statement? It's it's that's true. true. It's cool. It's so cool. Yeah. it is the
1: cool it thing is. to do. You know, it's like you're looking for drama mm-hmm. or like. Or, or people are just so
2: fed up.
0: It's cool to, take, to get all the sympathy points. And I think I, it's understandable for me when a teenager does it, right? Yeah. Because I think we all went through that phase. Yeah. But now for how I see it is that phase is lasting a little too long. It's mm-hmm. going in from teenager to your early 20s, now into these 30-year-olds. Right. It goes, you should have fixed that during your figure-out phase from like, I say like from 13 all the way to about like 22, 23. And then yeah. you start to slowly figure it out, you know, piece by piece. Yeah. But now because it's the norm, to for you know people want pity all the time yeah. it's like
2: you trying to say i'm running away from home every day you know yeah. it's like that's what it is all the time it's like it, fucking just do
0: it then who gives a shit at yeah. this point eventually you're gonna have to face your fucking demons yeah. you know you can't keep running away from it all the time and you just keep pointing fingers at everybody else mm-hmm. you're just gonna be in the same place yeah. it sucks it's a terrible place to be mm-hmm. when i when i go to these college shows too people i it, it is very apparent that a lot of the times some of these kids not all very i say a, a decent amount just don't like responsibility they don't want it they don't want to get their hands dirty yes and they they, you know not just costume i say adults now too i see people in our millennial age yeah Yeah. they they hate they want everything but they don't want all the shit that comes along with it yeah and that's
1: so unrealistic yeah but it's also human nature Mm. yeah because it's like so it's like government right like for since the dawn of time you want the government to take care of everything for you but you don't want to be involved in the government but we're a democracy we're all supposed to be involved yeah but we just want things to run smooth without us, everything you know like we want everything to be smooth without us putting in work yeah and i think that's i think that's normal but it's unrealistic and it's gonna bite a lot of people in the ass in the future yeah. but I, I mean i feel like our Parents have been saying this to us. Like, you're not responsible. And their parents were probably saying that shit to them. And like... Genius Brain is brought to you by Skillshare. Well,
0: everybody, Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes as everything from photography and creative writing to design productivity and more so whether you're returning to a long time passion project challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone or simply exploring something new skillshare has classes for you
1: and what's pretty awesome is i've been clicking around on the website and i saw one of my favorite authors simon sinek he wrote start with why uh he has some videos on there so what's awesome about skillshare is they have a lot of like professionals and people that are experts in their field that are teaching classes and I think it's pretty awesome too continuously learn even after school or even on the side because when you brush up on your
0: skills and you keep developing and growing you become mud awesomes <laughs> so join the millions of students already learning on skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners get two months of skillshare for free two months my friends that's right skillshare is offering genius brain listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free Wow! to sign up go to skillshare.com slash brain Again, go to Skillshare.com slash brain to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash brain. Yeah, remember <laughs> the- <laughs> remember that hot topic that came out? It was, I forgot what, um fucking news source said this but it was like millennials don't know how to do basic shit learning how to sew but or whatever right yeah and then they say some stuff and and basically the the backlash behind that was that well it's your our parents fault because they they're the ones they we inherit a fucked up world yeah and it was like i was like okay but my my argument to that is i could be on your side and i do understand because i'm a millennial too but Every kid or parent has had that same cyclical argument, yeah. right? It's like, well, my parents should have done this. It's nobody's reinventing the wheel here, yeah. right? So you, we're gonna blame our parents, and then our parents blame their parents. So it's not something new, yeah. y- you know. Yeah. And so they're they're treating it as if, oh, well, your parents taught you. No, their parents didn't teach them shit either. Yeah. My parents had to figure it out as long as they were going. My dad was a my grandpa fucking wasted all of his money. Yeah, we. He, apparently, my dad was pretty well off. My grandpa invested his money into the wrong people took all the money out my dad lived in fucking poverty yeah so it's not like his dad did well either so we're all just kind of learning as we're going you know i just Uh don't like that thing where people are still looking to blame somebody else for something
2: nowadays we don't really have an excuse yeah
0: like we kind of don't because
2: the information exactly like (laughs) that alone is if you want a certain piece of information it's out there but people want it to be delivered in a certain way which i understand but they want it to be simplified. They want it to be clean, concise. They want it to be presented to them immediately, where it's digestible. Yeah. But that's just not the case. And you have to get your hands dirty and kind of do some of that work yourself. Like, I mean,
1: um, it's it's crazy just just to think about our childhood. Like we had to to get information, you had to go physically to a library. That was the only oh, yes. place. Yeah. If you, it, it's either that or an adult tells you something. That's the only information that you got. You have any idea how hard it was
0: to get porn? That shit was so fucking <laughs> that shit was so fucking hard, you lucky fucks. You yeah. have porn at the tip of your fucking hands now. You yep. can do everything. You could be a millionaire just on your
1: phone. You could learn how to build a business on Google. Yeah. You could fucking open up a YouTube page. You could do whatever. You could record your videos on your phone. You could post like
0: everything. You could do everything Dude, on your fucking phone. You could phone. deposit a check while you're watching your favorite cam girl. Yep. That's, that's, yeah, that's that, that the, To that's get gold the, the
2: yep. coins to give to the, your favorite cam girl. Exactly. And she's yeah. in yep.
0: Russia. She speaks
2: no English, but you she understands. You could understand find your money. future wife or whatever. You
1: could get be get on a relationship <laughs> yeah. on your phone. You could get a booty call, come over. Like you could do Everything And you on can your pay phone. for it With Apple Pay Yo let, is, let me yeah. tell you How, how
0: <laughs> difficult fucking porn Was to get Yo I remember this kid His name was Shane In high school right This black dude he used to sell anime porn to That's people on, on bird CDs because he, he was the one with like the DSL internet right that super fast internet yep. that nobody had because I was still on dial up but I remember he, <laughs> he was... had the newest albums <laughs> yeah, there was always that one kid and they usually have like a laptop bag yes. full of fucking CDs he sold the fucking weirdest anime porn to all the other like the, the black kids that loved <laughs> anime but they couldn't be open about it and he shit knew this market dude I learned about hentai through that kid yeah. I, I was like oh what the fuck is this it was like like weird tentacle shit. Like yeah. there was a girl Dicks who was like pixelated. It was like weird. a girl who was like a ninja, and then she got caught by this monster and started fucking her in the pussy. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this, dude?" Yeah. I was like, "You know, this isn't regular anime. It's not supposed to look like this." Yeah, <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, but people used to like burn. Se- and when I was a kid, I remember there was that dude in the neighborhood that would steal a Playboy and he would sell his pages out the Playboy. Let's try it. Yeah, and it, it'd be like a like, buck each <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, damn, that's expensive.
1: Right, and you know. fold it up and you fucking keep in your back pocket and shit. <laughs> wow. and you're, and you're your wow. Hidden books. Yeah. I'll cut out the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> my penis was yeah. really small at the time. Yeah, but yeah. now it's like mouth. information overload, man. Mm-hmm. But that's also why we're we're bombarded with negativity. Like we didn't we we lived in a bubble. Oh yeah, like yeah. We didn't. We sure we went through other dangers that they didn't go through today. Because kids are just home all day now. Yeah. But like we would like walk around the streets, get our ass fucking jack beat, whatever mm-hmm. physical danger. It was like the jungle, right? But then like. Now it's a whole
2: different kind of danger. Yeah. Like they're just exposed to crazy shit real early. And yeah. It's so more it's so much more readily available. Yeah. It's everywhere now. Yeah. And it's accessible. You're you could talk to fucking Joe from Nebraska while he's calling you a cunt online. Yeah. And you're like, dude, what? Why is this guy yeah. talking shit to me? He should he should not be able to talk to me at all. And he's calling me a fucking asshole or having weird ears yeah. or something like
0: that. We had a we had our own version of shit though. We had fucking Ray to pick. Which was crazy. Find a pic, rate a pic. Oh. A pics, find, rate a yeah, yeah, where you just literally put up a photo of yourself and people rate you. Yeah, yeah. zero hot or not. Yeah, <laughs> I never did that shit because I already knew what my rating would be. Yeah, yeah. and I refuse to get people ammo like that. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking refuse, dude. I was like, listen, I know I'm ugly. Damn. I, don't, yeah. I don't need I don't you need to, you see to it. tell me that. And I don't need an actual star rating for it for oh, you yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. me how. I, I don't need but, it to be official. Like, yeah, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want paperwork behind how much you think I'm ugly. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it every day, anyways.
2: Yeah, I don't want pros and cons on my picture. There was that that was fucking Zanga and shit. Zanga, dude. That's I, so crazy. I never had a Zanga account. Yeah, that was for fucking emotional bitches like me. They like wrote blogs one. and yeah. shit. I had one just because my my Indian friend, his name was Monik. And uh he would he would Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would he would show me all the the tight shit on uh on MySpace. Yeah. Zanga. LimeWire that's where LimeWire that's where he would download. download he would download all the porn Napster. and then he would send it
0: to me yeah yeah, yeah. and i'll be like and we would go to his house and like watch like dude, porn dude I, I was so upset when i uh i was downloading like fucking boys to men and all this other random music through limewire but yeah. you would get so many porn viruses yeah. and i couldn't even download porn because it was so slow right because it would be videos i could yeah. barely download an mp3 it took like fucking 3 hours to download one song yeah. and so my dad i remember he started like he was he was kind of cool about it, but he was laughing at me. He goes, "Dude, you watch a lot of porn? Because like when I clicked your thing, I saw this girl's pussy and shit like that." And my mom was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I didn't even watch porn, dude. It was I was downloading an R and B song. I'm in love, dude." Yeah. And then it sucked That's because a great excuse, but they didn't understand that it was a virus because yeah. you would click on all these things and it would just constantly pop up over and over and over. Because I would watch porn at my neighbor's house because I was smart. <laughs> You know, I didn't watch it in my shit. They would
1: never know the
2: the struggle of a 40-minute download for one song. Yeah. <laughs> no, you
0: damn. know, what we used to
2: do to watch porn. My buddy, he would I don't know how he got these recorded, but on VHS, he had it recorded the real sex on HBO. Ooh, do you remember those? No. Oh, what is that? Oh, the used- softcore ones? Yeah, but yeah. it was this and it was like he would just have it on cassette and we he'd play it and we'd sit and we'd just watch it and be like, man, this is crazy. Dude, We call that the
0: spank bank moments. Just like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say off right this now. later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You take pictures no, of it. No, my friends would just Bang. start
2: beating off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, yo,
2: man, I can see your dick.
0: It's like, they would right. just beat off right in front of everybody. He told me that when he was in elementary school, there was a kid that used to just whip out his dick yeah. and just rub the tip of his dick. That's <laughs> yeah. Tight. He would just beat off in front of everybody. That's a tight move, though. Yeah. Just, just doing that. yeah. That shit yeah. Should he fucking would jack off hurt. like this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah his dick was hurt? flat though like the top of his head was like just yeah. flat it he, yeah
1: he would put his dick right here his dick head was popping out and then he would like rub his fingers dude,
0: on it like... So like he rubbed it so much as an adult his dick just looks like a Vienna sausage that's just like, yeah, yeah, like just, a flat, it's a flathead it's a flathead screwdriver why, why does your shit just look like a fucking AAA battery dude <laughs> it's like it's so flat on top what's going on I don't know oh you know what we were supposed to get into the actual topic oh yeah this is better let's talk about early porn moments your first boner go okay first boner <laughs> yeah. ever actually i don't even remember my first boner To be I honest do. with you, you what? do i do
2: how do you remember your first
0: boner because i've been was,
2: having boners since like l- ever this is uh i think i was in uh i was in second grade and i was in my living room with my family it was movie night and i was laying on my belly and uh we watched titanic Oh, and then when she saw Boots. Uh, and I was like, what? And I was like, what's going on? Did you tell your
0: mom, something's happening?
2: Nope. I just, I knew something.
0: I had to keep that to myself. Oh. I knew that's what it was. Inherently, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep this quiet. And that was it. It's, you know, it's funny because we had a conversation on JK News where everybody was talking about the first time they jacked off. And I. I couldn't remember it and I feel like that's such a memorable moment you, you don't remember, remember yours I so I only remembered it not too long ago it must have been so bad that you just fucking like I remember, buried it <laughs> I remember now is because when I think I was a kid and I woke up in the middle of the night and I just started fucking jacking off that's tight right just because it was like an urge that you had yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember when something came out it felt weird it kind of hurt a little bit because yep. you're It just I guess you've never done it yeah, before and it's so just like fucking you, hurt yeah. your dick dry heaves come but yeah, 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 nothing yeah. comes
1: out but you're just like oh uh, I don't like coming. Yeah, it hurt. <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow." Yeah.
2: I pulled your homie's move and instead of doing this, I yeah. went. Damn. And I was like, "You Argh. try to plug in the cut. I didn't
0: know. I was like, I thought I was peeing. I was like, uh, "Oh no, I'm peeing everywhere." Like this is bad. And I just, dude, that's gonna be such a weird moment when my fucking kid jacks off. I'll tell you this the moment I find out that my kid's jacking off, I'm gonna take him to the side. I was like, by the way, you do your own laundry now. Yeah. All right. The fucking shit is stuck. That's gonna be dangerous. You wanna hear like
2: the most, this is probably one of my most embarrassing stories. And I just started (laughs) telling this to people. Um, When I was like, I think I was in like fourth or fifth grade, your boy was just going to work. (laughs) Your boy was going to work. And I think I I used to, you know, beat off in the shower a lot smart f- move for whatever reason I would always go on my tippy toes I don't know why because it helps you come easier yeah it does right okay see people s- I said that to people and people were like what really? the fuck is wrong with you and when you flex your quad see this is isometric <laughs> strength right <laughs> here like <laughs> you
0: flex your quad
2: when you flex your quad it just helps uh, for whatever reason I don't know there's people that could like confirm this, but anyway, so I confirm. Okay, perfect. That's all I need to hear. So I would always do in the shower and then I started getting like cramps in my calves because your boy was dehydrated.
1: So you're fucking busting in your cramping in the shower. So
2: one time I got a limp, right? Ugh. And I was like walking around the house. So for where my room was was right next to the kitchen. And I would it was a short little walk. My dad was in the living room, which is probably like twenty feet down. And this dude, his back is facing me and he's watched facing the TV. He hears my door open. He goes, Hey, Nick. And I go, yeah, what's up? He goes, you got to stop masturbating so much. And I was like, what? No, I'm not. I I grabbed a cup of water because your boy was parched. And I ran back in my room and I closed the door and I was like, I was just so nervous. How does he know? I was like, oh my God, how does he know? You're
0: probably going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah." That's because you're just banging the wall that's because you were screaming as you were doing yeah. it <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm masturbating it's like and I'm just like
0: dick the fucking s- walls aren't soundproof alright yeah. <laughs> your father's a sound engineer I know what masturbating sounds like it sounds like you're making mochi in there he <laughs> just hears me doing this and I'm like, I don't know what's giving it away. I don't get it. <laughs> he's like telling you, he's like, dude, you fucking come really fast. Like, yeah, because like, when
2: you're in fourth grade or fifth grade or whatever, like you think you're the smartest person ever. You
0: think you're super stealth. You don't. Yeah. yeah. You don't I like how your dad couldn't even
2: look you in the eye because hey, he was so ashamed. Quit jacking off. You just like I just see him from the back, like just like, hey, you just you gotta stop jacking off, dude. Say, like, hey,
0: come master three uh, thousand. <laughs> so- Ease up on your dick a little bit, please. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking. You ripped your foreskin again. Hilarious, yo. So people don't know that when you go on your tip and you flex, you could come way faster. Yeah, for sure. So when I used to get my dicks in the shower,
1: I gotta try that shit. Yeah, when yeah, I, I used to get it. my
0: dicks in the shower by a previous girlfriend. Try it. She didn't understand because I guess like when she would like suck dick before, uh, nobody would ever just like stand like kind of like flex it. They would just kind of let it happen because they want to get their dick sucked a lot longer. But yeah. for me, you're just like I'm trying to, pow. yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hot in the shower, I would get dizzy. Yeah, and I feel <laughs> bad
2: that you're on your knees right now. Yeah,
0: so, so I'm like I'm trying to come as fast as possible. And once that come hits your face, and then the fucking water happens, and the hot water it coagulates. I don't want that shit. You don't yeah, want to yeah, smell yeah, your own yeah, cum yeah. yeah, I want to do yeah. it fast. This little bleach in the shower. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> yeah, so I would just extend. Like, on my tip and flex that shit's like just get it over with yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he was, was trying to charge up with his fucking tippy toes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
2: why david has such nice quads too because he has such nice quad development because he's just so used <laughs> to that isometric it. hole Damn, you, know? dude, dude. you should
0: do your fucking cum tutorials on your instagram dude. oh that'd be tight yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, you guys yeah, want to yeah. get that nice quad and calf development make sure that when you jack off in the shower flex them real tight yeah lock it in because that's the exercise that most people do on a regular basis sex
1: exercises yeah. Sex exercises. Sex exercises yeah on. sex exercises. that's one of the,
0: the most Kegel. mortifying stories i've ever heard in my life you're right when yeah. you just come out hey son yeah stop jacking off so much i can hear you it sounds like drum line in there dude. yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: He's like, i know you don't play drums because you're know. not musically talented it was like a snare was like try a different rhythm damn it
1: like, it's like, it's like the build up in a fucking EDM song
2: <laughs> 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 and then he's like where's the bass it didn't drop like, what's going do, do, on do, 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 the beat didn't drop do, 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 do. what Bees. the he's like fun. what's this build up dude you were jacking off mad early dude dude I was I was jacking it I think it was first, fourth grade Damn. I had a lot of older friends you know did they, they, they tell you how to do it cause uh they told me sun sunscreen
0: that's what they told me to use. Use sunscreen. Yeah, for I, for the slipperiness. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I didn't. I refrained from jacking off for the longest time because of the religious aspect. Because they, I I felt so much guilt with it. And that, I, thought, dude, that when I was in Christian school, the number one question they would ask is how in was like sex masturbate.
2: ed was like. Is it a sin to masturbate? Because well, all the kids were all, asking. Dude, no, 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 they 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 wrote. Um, uh, the question on a piece of paper. Anonymous questions. Oh. So then they pulled it out and it was it was like, same, like question, same question, same question, same question, same question. Because there's probably yeah, a lot yeah, of kids yeah. jacking off. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was insane. And we were all jacking off and then we were all like looking at each other like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. You know, because we Cause all knew we were beating I, our meats everywhere. Because when I did that the first time, I. I from then on I just remember there was a period Where I just I felt so much guilt for it Did Right, you end up singing Some fucking songs And <laughs> what reading What a friend we have Jesus <laughs> No but we had uh, I better read
1: from Genesis
0: All the way to Revelations <laughs> <laughs> Yo know, I felt like Mad guilt for masturbating And I remember feeling like shit So yeah. I would try not to do it as much But there was a certain point Where I remember I was like You know what I can't resist this shit I'm just going Just get
2: rid of it You probably would have been A serial
0: killer if you. Dude I would have gotten Way better grades If I just would have Masturbated way earlier Yeah straight up yeah. All that pent up, like, aggression. Damn. Yeah. I, that's I, crazy. Because I felt so sinful because of that shit. Yeah. yeah. As
1: soon as I found out masturbation, that became a sport for me, man.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: You were like, where can I do it? Dude, how can, yeah. I, how can I do it? How often can I do it? What can I
1: use? What yeah. massagers?
0: Like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. day, man. I just, the only thing. I guess the biggest reason why I liked this so much was because after I would come, I could focus so much better. But it only lasts so long. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) I got to do it again. Dude, I I figured out how to cure cancer in three seconds and I forgot it because I had to come again. Yeah, you're like, shit.
1: It's like, you know, in a teen's mind... That's when you think the most clear, right? When you come that fucking 30 seconds, you're like, oh my God, I what know the I meaning of life. <laughs> and then you, oh fuck, I got to, I got to check off
0: again. <laughs> I can't wait for the day where I don't have to come anymore, where the, my, my, my sexual drive just dissipates yeah. a lot more. Or just like, as soon yeah. as you come. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not as potent. And like when you're younger though, when yeah. you're like in your little teens, all you think about is coming on everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're just, you just want to come on anything and everybody. You're just rubbing up on like yeah. things that you would normally never. rub yeah, up Yeah. You're
1: like trying to hump like this or that. Yeah, or yeah, yeah,
0: When I was a kid, um, my, I remember one of my brother's friends, uh, he, he mentioned the word "come" to me, and I didn't know what the fuck that <laughs> was. I didn't know what it was either. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he goes, I forgot what he said, but he said the word "come," And I was like, what's that? And then my brother stepped in. He goes, what the fuck are you teaching my brother? <laughs> you know? Yeah. He goes, like, your brother doesn't know what come is yet? That's, that's late like, in the game, though. I think, like, you don't
2: learn that until you're in, like, late middle school. Well, Because you were beat school. off,
1: and when you're young, it's just, it's, it looks like saliva. There's yeah. no white... You yeah. would just, just call
0: it busting a nut when you're yeah. in fifth grade. No, you wouldn't call it that. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. And then uh, my brother was like super irritated, at the dude. He was like, Don't fucking tell my brother that type of shit. And I was just like, "Come,
2: What is come?
0: <laughs> dude, I, 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 think I had
1: I had pretty sexually sexually
0: advanced um friends
1: in fifth grade. Like there were the yeah. kids already fucking, man. That's oh, so crazy. Fifth grade? Yeah, they were like. They had, like, they would hang out, and then, like, there's, like, three of them fucking, four of them fucking, and, like, I don't know if they know what they're doing.
2: Yeah. That was not the complete opposite of me. I was just like, yo, you guys are fucking, I'm gonna be jacking off. And then
1: I see the girls that they're fucking, though. I'm just like, ooh. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I never... Yeah, I just... I don't know. I think I... I know in seventh and eighth grade kids were fucking for sure. Yeah. yeah for yeah, sure yeah, yeah, they yeah. were fucking. But by that time, when I went to junior high, I was
1: like, I think, you know, going to Christian school and stuff and then no one was fucking. Um, and then when I went back to high school, people were already pregnant and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, damn, ninth graders pregnant, man. That's
2: insane. Can you
1: imagine that shit now? Because I look at high schoolers now, like, I'm like, oh my God, we were babies. Yeah. Know? But they were, they were pregnant girls in school, man. I was like, what the fuck?
2: When I used to work at Giant Rockets, I remember I waited on a table and there were these two, it was a, it was two couples and they were maybe freshmen. So that Mm. was a fancy date for them. Oh dude, they were, they were out and they were both pregnant and I just was like, oh shit. I was
0: insane. My, um, I, so there's a lot of Hmong people in Sacramento and, uh. There was just, uh, so right next to my parents' store, there's a Hmong supermarket, and there was a girl that grew up with me around that area, and I remember she got pregnant when she was 14, when we were 14, and I was so shocked, because I didn't know her, I I was like, wait, I thought she was my age, why is she pregnant? And that's when I started learning, just from like the Hmong homies, they were- Teaching me about their culture and shit, they're like, "Well, like when you're young, like they already get married at fifteen and yeah, stuff." It's like yeah, she's she's actually already married. She already actually has a husband. Yeah, so she had her kid when she was like fourteen and fifteen, Dude. and then she ended up having like six or seven kids. Uh. And I guess there's like in the Mong culture, they were t- I don't, I'm not sure if it's practiced now, but they were telling me that they would actually they would do this thing where they go into their house and they kidnap the girl. Yeah, And they would bring him over And that's how you make them your bride And I'm not sure if it's really practiced now Or if it's just more of a formality yeah. But that's the whole ritual Because they were very traditional Hmong Like shamanism They did all that stuff So that's how she became a bride He came into the house at the night And stole her away And that's like tradition of what happens in the Yeah I mean
1: when I lived in a Hmong village I was just mind blown Because I was about 14 at the time mm. And there were like full blown families Like husband and wife Two kids or whatever yep. They're like my age And I'm just looking at them like wow they're like adults yeah and then they already they're already like so responsible and shit man that's like, so crazy but that that was the most of human like history yeah yeah it's not that weird like if you look at just overall just human history that's normal Dude, look as at game as, of thrones as yeah. soon as a woman was on her period she's ready to pop babies out she's flowered and that's actually the most healthiest
2: too right? yeah really. Yeah, it's That it's, makes sense though, I guess, like biologically. Dude, all, biologically,
1: yeah, but then our we're just such an advanced societal Yeah. But group, then you you go so
2: different. You go across the world and the legal age uh for like consensual sex or like marriage or whatever is like 16 or something. Yeah, yeah it's like all that. over yeah. the place. Yeah. Apparently in, I heard Hawaii, it's yeah. like a lot younger than 18. Oh, really? I heard it's like 16. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I heard this or I just made it up right now.
0: But definitely like historically speaking, they you know, we read all this stuff like in, in like history books, like just from back in the day, people get wed to young, young women. Yeah. Yeah. And even, I, I guess, just from like a biological standpoint, when that's their optimal, yeah. right? That's, that's when crazy. like the eggs are the freshest. That's yep. when you have like these kids were super the healthiest, super, strongest, the strongest yeah. all that stuff.
2: Damn, that's so crazy. Imagine you just lived in a time. Well, we do kind of. I mean,
1: it's just weird to us, I think, because especially in L.A., have you noticed like people are still getting married and popping out kids in their early 20s in the Midwest and like small towns and whatever, or especially military because they get really good benefits and shit. So they
2: get married and pop out kids real quick. But then, you know, some people that like they have a baby and you're like, oh, no, you should have not had a baby and that's what the issue is i guess yeah. with like the younger kids cuz they're too kids. stupid cuz yeah. like
1: when i when i was in the Hmong village right and then i saw these like 14 to 16 year old uh parents they to me were so damn responsible yeah. and like mature and they were just adults already like they yeah. were treated like adults they were running shit they were working they were they were super responsible. I think like now, but in our society, like what? 14-year-olds are just infants. Yeah. They're stupid as fuck. But then some people rise to
2: the occasion, right? Like yeah, if they do so. have a baby, like that's the flip side of it. Like they have yeah. a baby and they're like, oh, this person became way more responsible and it, it changed the paradigm I not for them. imagine having a kid as a 14-year-old. Like I just started my life. Dude, at 14, you the sh- the shit I was doing at 14,
0: oh my God, I, I would have raised a monster probably. I could barely imagine me having a kid now. Yeah, I, I still feel like a child. Yeah. Right? So you, like, just having a conversation with, like, with my best friend back at home, he's just like, do you still sometimes feel like you're a kid? I was like, dude, I still feel like I'm a child. But I also
1: think it's because you have to teach them the rules and structures of our society. Yeah. So if you lived in a village, right? Mm. What, do you, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. food.
2: Go that's get, it. Go the
1: social rules of that village.
2: Yeah.
1: That's it. So you might well l- have a kid as long as you got fucking lactating titties. You're a good mother. You could fucking s- feed the baby.
2: Yeah. That's tight. Right.
1: And then the baby grows. helps out with the farm. Fucking catches some pigs or whatever. That's true. That's it. We that's have it. So, we you have don't so need to do anything life. else. Yeah. But in our society, you need to teach them about fucking. You know, careers and and becoming successful and all this shit and like, oh, you want them to be intelligent so they can compete and also be a you know worldly human being. And there's just so many fucking things to teach. We have Way more options. on the yeah. We have yeah.
0: Options, and yeah. I think that's what a lot of people. Yeah, that's true because we do have a lot of options. Yeah,
1: and it's either that they're gonna be poor and living in a fucked up area, and their life quality of life is not as good as someone that's rich and whatever, like you you got to teach them the the rules of that, the social structures, the, all this shit, the laws, whatever, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of shit we got to teach. It's just so much on our plate. Yeah. Hmm. Not saying that the village shit is easier. It's just their values are different. Yeah. You know, like you pop out kids, family values, community, um, everything is just local. You know, they don't, they don't got to deal with too much.
0: Yeah. Because that's true. Because when I'm thinking... You know, even prior for prior to me wanting to really just tackle this career in entertainment. Because yeah. I always wanted to do stand-up comedy when I was younger, but I still didn't relinquish the thought because I grew up in Sacramento. Sacramento is not a big, like... A lot of people don't go into entertainment within Sacramento. They'll move to LA. Yeah, And so for me, that thought of moving to LA didn't pop in my head until I started doing YouTube. Yeah. But prior to that, I was just thinking, you know, I'm just going to get married, white picket fence, get married to this chick that I know. And after that, just have kids and just maybe do stand up on the side. Mm-hmm. And I'd be happy. And I didn't really – and then when I broke out of this phase and I had bigger goals for myself – Having kids scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Being in a relationship scared the fuck out of me. I didn't want
1: cuz your values and options change, man. Like yeah. what you're capable of,
0: what you can do, it's it's just so different. Yeah. And people are like, "Well, why didn't you?" He was like, "You still don't want this I said, like, "No, I want it, but right now it's a very frightening thought for me." Yeah, Like I I would I want to run the fuck away from it. Yeah. And I it wasn't like that before. All I could think about was, "Yo, I want to marry my it was my very first girlfriend at the time. I want to marry this girl." That I was wanna... me at 18. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Isn't that crazy? It's so <sighs> insane. Now I'm just like, oh, can I just like turn back my, <laughs> my my age? Like, what's
0: up, man? I'm not ready yet. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely dude, we fucking ran through this shit like nothing. It's already like 57 minutes to an hour in.
2: So what? should we should we just should we just plug up what we were supposed to talk yeah, about? Yeah, man. Really? When we do Ooh, the next
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good this. conversation. Yeah, it was super good, man. Yo. Yo, that ends this episode of The Genius. That shit was so fucking fast. Damn, really? Shit. Yeah, that shit was another hour. (laughs) Yeah, it was an hour. Yeah, man. Well, you guys... uh, I
1: hope you guys enjoyed this beautiful talk. We went from
0: psychology to jack and and off (laughs) to porn. Nick's fucking sick perversion of Jacking off at a very high rate. Tippy yeah. toe
1: coming techniques. <laughs> tip- yeah, guys, try it out.
0: Just tag me, <laughs> tag me. <laughs> Let me know how it works out for you guys. Hashtag tippy toe coming, and then also tag Nick the ear. Yeah, Nick yeah. the ear. And tippy uh, toe coming style, and you'll see if how fast. You, if going. you guys need any tips or tricks,
2: just tips. DM me. DM
0: me. Show me a picture of your dick. If yeah, it yeah. Like, preferably do that. Send first. them a lot
2: of dick pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, just. Yeah, just do it anyway. Just it's grab fine. it by it's the cool. base
0: and smash it like a gopher game. You know, yeah, yeah. That's how you do Boom. it. Boom. Anyways, guys, you got to catch us on uh, Stitcher. ITunes. Yep. Spotify. We need those five stars. We want those comments below. We want everybody to be interactive. I guess like for me, what would be really dope is I want to hear your guys' story of the first time you ever jacked off. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah put yeah, that yeah, in yeah, the yeah. comments below. Be yeah, if you're watching this That'd on YouTube, tight. I want to know these stories. First time. And Men maybe we'll and bring women. it up. Yep. And you know
1: what? We don't. We don't want to hear jackoff stories from just boys. Yeah, from the ladies. girls too. Yep. I mean, not like children. Boys, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're fucking under eighteen, don't tell me those damn stories. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell us. Don't you sick tell us. Fuck. That shit's like a romantic novel for children. Don't fucking do that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. You have to be uh, of
2: age. Uh, Nick, where where can they find you? You sack of shit. You could find me at Nick the Ear on Instagram. Or NickTheEar.com. That's
0: right. Uh, he's also a man who does uh, personal fitness, personal training, uh, soon to be NASM certified. No, nah, dude, not NASM.
2: CSCS. CSCS. baby.
0: Even better than NASM, dude. Come on, baby. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if Yeah, hit him up, dude. Let him know. He's partially the reason why I've continued to gain weight. <laughs> if you guys, yeah, it's if all you your guys, fault,
2: Nick. <laughs> if you guys want any tips or just any nutrition advice or whatever, Just hit up David and not me. (laughs) 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 All right, y'all. See y'all next time. Peace. Goodbye. Yes, sir.